It's alive. You made it. Welcome. Happy Halloween. If you're happening to be listening to this on Halloween, it's Sunday, October 31st, 2021. Boy, that ended quick, didn't it? I couldn't have that plan the whole time when I was talking to you. This is episode 518 that we're working on. We're titling this one, Turn the Page. It's a little chilly start. Not too bad here in central New York right now. It's 51 degrees. Feels like 51. Highs are going to be about 55 degrees Fahrenheit with a 50% chance of rain. So hopefully the rain holds off for the chitlins, the kids, so they don't have to uh, be in their costumes and have it all rain. Winds are gently blowing out of the east at one mile per hour right now. Didn't you hate that when you were a kid? And it rained on Halloween. I can remember it snowing on Halloween a couple times when I was a kid. All right, stick around. When we come back, we got the whole show we're going to be diving into. It's going to be a good one. So sit back, relax, get a beverage. We'll be right back. We are back. This is not Halloween themed. I don't know why, (laughs) but it is Halloween. And uh, my last episode, I explained, I was talking about Halloween and where the word comes from. And I couldn't pronounce the word from where Halloween came from. So my buddy, Radio Mylar, helped us out. And let me play that before we dive into our quote. Here's radio. The pagan festival that it looks like it should be pronounced Samhain is actually pronounced Sawin. 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 Wasn't that awesome? Thank you, Radio Mylar. So now, now we know. That was easy. Yeah, for him, not for me. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Here's our quote. This is from Zane Malik. This is the reason why I'm titling this one, Turn the Page. It has nothing to do with Bob Seger, even though I am a Bob Seger fan and like Bob Seger, and I like that song, Turn the Page. Here we go. There comes a day when you realize turning the page is the best feeling in the world because you realize there's so much more to the book than the page you were stuck on. Zane Malik. Got to turn that page. You have to turn that page so you're not stuck on that same chapter of your life. There's so much. You know, I, way too often, the book that I'm living will go back and reread old chapters of my life that I shouldn't. There's no reason to. So, yeah, there comes a day, and I think it's the older I've gotten, I've been able to realize to kind of live in the now instead of beating myself up for things I've done in the past or overthinking, and uh, I'm, I'm a work in progress still. So, turn the page. Finally got the yard work done, so that's good. 
for now. I probably, I'll have to do it again before the snow falls because the leaves, once they hit the grass, I uh, mulch them and everything. We have five or six trees to still be cut down before the snow flies. And that will be nice because I hate to have trees cut down because I love trees, but two of them are dying. The other ones are on the neighbor's fence line and it's uh, bowing their fence, so they need to be cut down. But it would be nice not to have the leaves all in the yard as much. It's only a black locust and a maple that are the one that are closest to our house. The other ones are over at the fence line. I won't even notice the difference of the leaves with those ones. And they're smaller. Anyways. All right, what else are we going to talk about? Ooh, my wife. She, I love her so much. She made homemade lasagna. And it was so good. We've been together for 18 years, and I think this is the first time she's ever made lasagna. And it was delicious, and it was a surprise, and it was nice, and it, the house smelled so good. And Lasagna is one of those feats. You know, it's not just a easy meal. And when I made, when she made it from scratch, she made the the sauce homemade and everything, and the sauce was so good, and oh. I can't wait to have some of it today because today happens to be game day. Yay. Where's my sound for that? Do we have a sound for game day? I know we do. And it is today. It's the Dolphins versus the Bills. Yeah, Dolphin versus the Bills. Big rivalry right there. Always has been. Do we have the Bill song? Here we go. The Bills make me wanna shout. Kick your heels up and shout. Throw your hands up and shout. Throw your head back and shout. Come on now, the Bills are making it happen now. Yeah. Stand up now, come on and shout. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Shout it right now, baby. All right, stick around. We come back. We're going to chat some more. Just like that, we're back. So, yeah, hopefully the Bills win today. That's at 1 o'clock, and I know I'm going to be having a nice big piece of lasagna, maybe two. So I was telling you the other day, I finally paired my drone, which was like a nightmare for me to the whole process, but I didn't get a chance to fly it yet. So I haven't even tested it out. The weather just hasn't been cooperative. I'm just, there's still some days left to fly it. You can fly it in the winter. I just never have. I just get too nervous. I don't want to break it. And I don't know. All right, man, I miss scuba diving. I've been thinking about that so much. I can't wait to dive again. All my stuff is, it's just all new and nifty stuff just sitting there waiting to be used, all packed away. And I have it stored right here in the studio. So every time I walk into the studios, I can smell that neoprene. And it makes me think of scuba diving. I was scrolling through TikTok the other day and uh, I saw a video of scuba diving and it was a near drowning and it was terrifying because the girl was kind of deep 
and it was a party of about six divers and you could tell the dive instructor was looking at each person telling him to get ready to go up and when the dive instructor looked at his gauge his air was really low and i remember thinking geez he wasn't diving very safe and he starts scanning around and he's looking and one of the divers you can see bubbles just blowing and she's panicking he dives down to her she rips her mask off has her regulator out of her mouth and it's just in a full bone you can see it in her eyes just a panic and it gave me a panic watching it it's your worst nightmare as a diver to lose control and that's what happened with this girl and the dive instructor was trying to put her emergency regulator back into her mouth and she wasn't accepting it and he got her up to the surface and she was she made it but what a scary situation I've often oh that's my worst nightmare is drowning my worst fear I'm not really afraid of dying because I'm just not if it happens it happens but drowning that just sounds so terrible speaking of terrible I know I hate to tell you this woes again, but um, just the other day, yeah, sick again. And I'm, tr- you know, I don't know what is going on. I, it came like a thief in the night, the CVS, that cyclic vomiting syndrome. And I've taken heed to what my wife has told me. Our friend Radio Mylar, who we just heard from, has given me a bunch of advice. I was drinking a bunch of electrolyte powder, liquid IV powder my wife had gotten. And it's like one packet is equal three glasses of water. And just all of a sudden, Saturday out of the blue, I woke up Saturday really early and felt okay. The house was all quiet. And then next thing I know, ill, sick. And... I, I, it's so terrible because my whole body feels like it's just being invaded and I'm so sweaty and my everything is like my palms are sweaty mom's spaghetti no I'm kidding <laughs> but my palms get all sweaty my everything my hair is soaked and my wife has to keep bringing me towels and you've heard the story it's if you follow the show you know you know the woes of my cyclic vomiting syndrome and if you have it you know the woes of it it's it's brutal the only thing that felt good was getting up in the afternoon and taking a hot shower and just getting all the funk off me then getting out of the shower was a nightmare though (laughs) i didn't want to get out as i was Upstairs writhing around, my youngest daughter stopped over to get a piece of lasagna, and I missed seeing her, so that stunk. I miss my daughters. Like I was saying, I had that time of spending them with the family that I have, like, uh, withdrawal now. All right, stick around. We got some more rambling, and then we're going to learn some stuff. We'll be right back. Welcome back, welcome back. It's so nice to have you back. I mean that sincerely. I want to thank each and every one of you for the support you give me and the time 
thanks Michael Ryan for your support every month too. And just the outward of love I get from you all. It's really awesome. And, uh, I'm very thankful. All right. Let us, let's, um, Oh yeah. I needed to get some candy for the kids. I don't have any candy in the house. We never get any trick or treaters really, but just in case, and if we don't get any, then we've got some candy in the house. All right, let's head on over to the History Channel's website and find out what happened on this day in history. And this will be neat because, like I said, my shows have been Mondays and Fridays. And now that I'm doing them Thursdays and Sundays, the this day of history will be all fresh and new because they were starting to repeat. Here's one, 1517, Martin Luther, not Martin Luther King Jr., but Martin Luther posts 95 Thesis. On October 31st, 1517, legend has it that the priest and scholar Martin Luther approaches the door of the castle church in Wittenberg, Germany, and nails a piece of paper to it containing the 95 revolutionary opponents that would become the Protestant Reformation. 1517, way back in the day. And there's plenty more about that. Here's one, Russia, 1961. Stalin's body is removed from Lenin's tomb. Roaring 20s, 1926. Celebrated magician Harry Houdini dies. Houdini, man, I would have loved to have seen him perform. I saw... Uh, have I ever, I don't know, but I, no, I haven't. I I would love to see, I love magic. I don't know. Magic is one of those things you love or you hate. I like it. I have a couple magic tricks that I'm pretty good at and stuff. All right. Sports. Here's one in sports. 1950. This way back in 1950, Earl Lloyd becomes the first black player in the NBA. He's 21 years old. Earl Lloyd. Here's one. Westward expansion, 1864. The U.S. Congress admits Nevada as the 36th state. Well, the westward expansion here in America was probably one of the most genocidal, in my opinion, just terrible. My daughter and I, the oldest, were talking just briefly about it the other day, about how terrible the westward expansion was to the native people here in America. Just terrible. It's, uh, the U.S. Army, under orders of president, had to just clear those people out, and it's their land. Terrible. All right, here we go. Art, literature, and film history. 1963, Ed Sullivan witnesses Beatlemania firsthand paving the way for the British invasion. It was in autumn in 1963. Beatlemania was a raging epidemic in Britain, and it was rapidly spreading across the European continent. But but in the United States were the likes of Bobby Vinton and Jimmy Glimmer, and the fireball sat on top of the pop charts. George Paul, George, excuse me, John, Paul, George, and Ringo, of the Beatles. Yeah. Ed Sullivan. 
girls lost their mind. People lost their mind. Here's one, another one, art literature and film history. I remember this. This is a sad one. 1993, actor River Phoenix dies at the age of 23. So sad. He died of a drug overdose at a West Hollywood nightclub. He was one of the most, at the time, one of the most promising actors coming up in date. Joaquin Phoenix is his brother, and he played the Joker, Joaquin Phoenix. 19, here's one in crime, 1984. Sadly, Indian Prime Minister Aranda Gandhi is assassinated. And American Revolution, last one, 1776. King George III speaks for the first time since America independence is declared. That happened 1776. All right, stick around. When we come back, we're going to learn some more stuff. I'm sure. A little wrinkle on our brain. We'll be right back. And we are back. We are at the facts site now. We're getting all, all kinds of wrinkles on our brain this morning, the fact site. And here are some gruesome facts about zombies. I figured we'd talk about zombies since it is Halloween. Zombies, you know, they're really hugely influenced in pop culture just from The Walking Dead and other things. But uh, the ancient Greeks were some of the first to fear zombies. The fear of the undead had been around for many hundreds of years and is evident in many forms. One of the first civilizations thought to fear zombies was the ancient Greeks. This is seen through their burials and archaeo- through their burials, and archaeologists have found evidence in ancient Greek graves, rocks, or weighted objects pinned down many of the skeletons found in these graves. It's thought that this was to stop the dead from rising. Wow. So it is generally believed that the ancient Greeks were some of the first to fear the dead rising. So they would weigh them down with rocks and everything. World Zombie Day is on October 13th. For all the zombie fans, there is a World Zombie Day. The international event started on October 13th, 2006 when a group of enthusiasts created a zombie walk in Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, California. I didn't know there was a Pittsburgh, California, where the Dawn of the Dead was filmed. Dawn of the Dead, that's a good one. There's only one way to kill a zombie. We all know that. How do you do it? You probably already heard. you got to destroy its brain, of course. They like to eat brains. Zombies. The first American zombie film was released in 1932. It was called White Zombie. <laughs> in Haiti, there is a law making it illegal to turn someone into a zombie. You can't do that. Here's one. A $70 film. A $70, 70 bucks zombie movie won an award at Cannes Film Festival in 2009. 
the British zombie movie Colin was shown and won an award at the renowned Cannes Film Festival. Writer and director Matt Mark Price spent 18 months putting together the $70 budget movie that followed his zombie's life in London. <laughs> 70 bucks. Zombie fans are called zombiephilias. Okay. Mary Shelley's Frankenstein was not a zombie. Well, I didn't ever even think he was, but... Yeah, zombies are somebody that's been infected with the disease or a virus which take takes over their bodies and their brains. Where Frankenstein had no interest in eating humans and his body was not falling apart due to illness. Therefore, he was not a zombie. All right, here we go. Am I going to be able to struggle through these words or am I going to need Radio Mylar's help again? The, or, the origin of the word zombie comes from the West African culture. The word zombie comes from a collection of West African words. The following words have all played a part in the creating creation of the word zombie. Nazambi, meaning God, Zumbi, and Nuzumbi, which means fetish, comes from the Congo. Other words that have contributed to creating the word zombie is Muvambi, which means a corpse that still keeps its soul. Muvambi is also similar in what it means a, is a body without a soul. When these words came over from West Africa along with voodoo tradition, elements were taken to create this word zombie. The first use of the word zombie in English dates back to the 19th century, a book of history of Brazil written by Robert Sotheby in 1819. South, Southly, not Sotheby. And there is a zombie survival guide. You can buy a zombie survival guide. It's a humorous manual, though, so it's a funny one. I think that's good. That about sums it up for zombies. All right, stick around. When we come back, we will uh, figure out what else to do. That's the fun part about doing your own show. We'll be right back. I had nothing to do with Halloween this show, but <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. I have fun here. It's always fun talking with you. You can always check out my website, WLOAP.com. From there, I just put up new episodes, past episodes, I should say, the new episodes, different pictures once in a while. It's also a way to find me on my landing pages. You can also reach out to me at 315-326-1882. That's 315-326-1882. It will ring five times before it goes to voicemail. And then you can leave me a voice message. 
if you're on Instagram, you can leave me a message right on Instagram, and I can play it that way. That's how I played Radio Mylar's today. It was right through Instagram. So thank you, Radio Mylar, for helping me pronounce how the pagan word sullen. Did I say that? I probably said it wrong already. I already forgot. That's my brain. All right. Thanks so much for your time, the most valuable gift you could ever give me. And as always, do your best to stay curious and not judgmental today. And I'll talk to you again real soon. Go Bills. Peace.